Coming up next, she's a master coach. She gets your mind right. She works with women. We're going to see if she can get us to work with us today. I'm bringing on the powerful one, the leader among leaders. Y'all know how we do. We get better with time and better with guests. Let's go. I Am A Fan starts now. We all look at the same world, but we all look at it in a different way. Some say concept. We see potential. Some just see sheer speed. We see inspirational engineering. Some just see beautiful lines. We see character. Some see a new light. We see a new vision. Some see a factory. We see progress. Some see a new motor. We see a new era. Some see what's there. We see beyond. Audi. How are you? Doing pretty good. You have better security than Kamala Harris. <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, we couldn't reach you. I was like, did she change her mind? What happened? <laughs> no, just going by the time that you gave me, that's all. Oh, see, I tell them they got to explain that completely. I, I apologize then. That was us. Um, no, we, we, try to, we, we try to work it out, you know. But, other than that, are you comfortable? I am. Cool. Are you ready? I am. Cool. Well, I'm AJ, (laughs) and this is I Am A Fan. And today we're going to do a live show. Is that all right with you? Perfectly okay. Cool, cool, cool. You're just cool all around. (laughs) So, you have a... so you had a chance to listen to a couple episodes, and knowing I know who you are, we'll we'll get to explain that in a second. But uh, can I get any tips and advice? Tips or advice on podcasting? Well, on on our concept and our show, but yes, in general as well, please. You know what, fanatics? Let, um, let me help you guys out. Tell them who you are, where you are, and what you do. So I am Karina Calhoun. Uh, I am a mindset and life coach. And I live in Richmond, Virginia. I am doing life with my best friend and husband, Leroy Calhoun. 
And um, I think that's about it for right now. I'm sorry, you said you're doing life. <laughs> I am. Yes, I, we are doing life. I, I like the concept. <laughs> okay, okay. But you left a few hats off that I want people to understand. Give them the rest of your hats. I, I'm a podcast host, um, entrepreneur. I wear a lot of hats. Yes, hats I know. I, want, I, want them to, I want them to understand all of them. I am a minister. Um, I think that's about it for right now. Um, and although I'm a motivational speaker, you are a what speaker? Yes, I'm a motivational speaker. Okay. Uh, I do, I do a lot of, uh, in, I wouldn't say empowerment. I don't really like the word empowerment, um, except for under certain situations. Okay. But I am more of a strategist, so mm. I like to provide strategies. Oh, we're going to go deep into um, that. Say that one more time. I said, I hope to go deep into that, a strategist. Yep. And um, so, yeah, I, I do I do quite a bit. I do quite a bit. Okay. So let, let, let's just jump right in there, both feet, shall we? Okay. Minister. Where do we minister? Say that. I, did, I didn't hear. I didn't understand what you, you said. You minister. said minister. I said, where, where's the ministry? So I don't have a brick and mortar. Um, I started ministering back in 2008. I started ministering to women, young, women and young girls. Right. And um, throughout the years, I've just really continued on that path. And um, I do visit ministries or have visit ministries before COVID happened and minister uh, in different places like that um, under that capacity. And so... Right now, what I do, actually, within my business, uh, to me, my business is ministry because I do incorporate that into my business, okay. ministering to, to to women. Particularly women only, or do you not work with gentlemen at all? Um, I, I do work with, you know, I minister to whomever God sends. Um, but for my business specifically, I do, my, my audience is women only. Uh, if if a man comes, then I'm not going to say that I would definitely turn him away if he needed, truly needed my services, um, because truly it's it's not for um, when it's not gender based, but that just happens to be the audience that God has chosen for me. Okay, okay, I understand that. I mean, we have specific orders ourselves. We, we somehow we didn't get the, the what do you call it, the Y generation, right? We just got. Everyone between 23 and 60 that just seem to love us. And we thank all you guys for that, Fanatics, by the way. You are currently talking to 27 countries and 19 platforms right now. So, awesome. That's yes. amazing. Yes. Congratulations to Thank you. you. It has been extremely blessed. Absolutely, absolutely. And we, we don't, you know, we don't take any credit for ourselves. We know that the man upstairs is the one doing it. You know, I, I'm just a voice, and I'm usually a silly one. <laughs> but it, it's my job to present everyone that you need to know about that you didn't know about, you know. So that's that's, that's that not how sense. we do. Let let's take you back, you know. And I want to say your name properly because I get very upset when people say my name wrong. You know, everyone calls me AJ, but it's Agutang, and since most people can't say that, AJ just kind of works. But I want to say your name properly if I can. It's Karina. Karina. Mm-hmm. Well, Miss Karina, because that's just how my mama did. <laughs> Let, let's try this, okay? Tell us about your podcast. So 
So my podcast is, um, it is international. I don't know off the top of my head because I don't really look at the stats like that, but uh, it is international. I think maybe at the end of the year, 2020, we were in about seven or eight different countries. Congratulations. Um, It is, thank you. We are... Um, basically the same between about 20, age 24 to 60, primarily women. I do have some men that listen, but it's primarily women. And I provide tips, tools, and strategies for women entrepreneurs. And I also have guest speakers on there who bring the same information as well. And I started it in January of 2000. Yeah, okay. January 2020, January 28, 2020. All right. And I absolutely love it. I love talking to people. I love uh, really working with people. You know, I don't like, um, AJ, when people say that they are networking or connecting. I don't really believe in that. I believe that at this point in our lives, we should be linking arms. And my, my mindset with linking arms is that when you link arms with someone, you have an intimate relationship with them. You know, like you have to that. touch arm to arm. I like that. And so instead of, yeah, so instead of, you know, connecting or networking, which is so impersonable, you know, you're, you can go in two different directions when you are networking or connecting with people. But when you link arms, you have to go in the same direction. And so I prefer to link arms with people because that lets me know we're going in the same direction. Um, and we have really forged a relationship instead of just, hey, what can you do for me? What can I do for you? I like and that. And so, absolutely. So I like to talk to people on my podcast. I do have men on there. I have women on there. But it's just as long as they're bringing that value and um, their passion to help other other folks that are in business. Okay, forgive me. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Because, Not a problem. Because what what I learned um, in my 50 years on this planet, um, when someone's giving you wisdom, you better not let it get by. <laughs> so I am taking notes, and since I'm dyslexic, I, I write a little slower. Forgive me. So it's not that I can't think of questions, because fanatics, y'all, y'all can tell her, I talk too much. Questions is not an issue. <laughs> Plus, I believe that um, most of the time, if you if you have a guest like you, who has such a great story... You don't really need to say much. You should just let them flow, which is what this podcast is really about. It's about letting people uh-huh. connect out there through their world, through their life, so that they can touch and connect and link to other people's touch story. You know what I mean? Gotcha. That makes sense. Let's take you back to childhood. Give me your earliest childhood okay. memory. Uh, my earliest childhood memory. Good or bad? I would say, say that again. Good or bad? Um, my earliest childhood memory is being with my grandfather. Um, probably, I don't even know how old I was, but being with my grandfather and just hanging out with him, loving him, just having a good time. Sitting under the wisdom tree. I like it. Yeah. I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. Okay. Let's grow you up a little bit. Tell me about Karina, teenager. Oh, man. Um, Why does everyone say, oh, man, oh, my gosh, when I say that? Because it was so long ago. You no, know, it wasn't. It was my mother said no so woman past 29. Ago. Say that one more time. No, it wasn't. My mother said no woman passes 29. Okay, well, 
you know, I'll take that because I'm well past 29. Uh, but my teenage years, um, I was, I, I am an introvert. And so I did not know at that time that I was an introvert. I never really had a ton of friends. I did have certain friends that, you know, we were very close, but I was, I spent a lot of time by myself. I spent a lot of time reading. I spent a lot of time listening to music. Um, like go and hang out like most teenagers did. I, I spent a lot, a lot of time alone. I did. <laughs> I loved to read. I loved to read. I did a lot of reading. I, did, I read a lot of fiction books. Um, I, I read, um, it sounds crazy, but I, I enjoyed going through the encyclopedia. We had encyclopedias back then. Um, That's not that crazy, and, actually. Yeah, and so I, you know, I... That was a lot of what I did. I spent a lot of time listening to music, um, whatever was out at that time. And so those those were the things that I did. That was my, those were my teenage years. Okay. Um, I felt like the king of the world. Could walk out the door and I, I terrified people. Makes you feel alive. You think... Things are always going to stay the same, and then one day, boom. 25 million hits in two days. The once King Rex. Well, I became a laughing stock. I lost the, the, the lust for life that I had. I just couldn't go out anymore. My friends try to help. This is just a sport, you know, healthy body, healthy mind. But it wasn't the case for me. All I wanted to do was stay in bed. And one day, I'm walking along this road, and there it is. Piloted driving. It's quite hard to convey the feelings that one, one has. Magic is the feeling I had. It was absolute magic. It completed me. <laughs> and I really got that sense of, I'm back. Okay. But reading encyclopedias is not that crazy. We used to read the dictionary in my house. So, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I fully understand immersing yourself in words. And it wasn't until I was 30 and, and, and got uh, diagnosed with dyslexia when it became more fun for me to do it. So yeah. I, I understand that. So we've gotten young, we got teenager. Grow me up a little bit. Tell me about how you met the hubby. Um, my husband, my daughter and I actually moved to Virginia in 2008 and I, or 2009. And I met him um, at work one day. And What kind of work? I, Actually, I was working at the census at the time, the census bureau. It was the 2010 census. It was the decennial. Right. And um, we met there and have been inseparable ever since. Oh, Is he near? He is in another part of the house. Would he mind saying hello? He cannot hear me. <laughs> wow, the house is that big? God bless. No, it's not that it's that big. I, I am in my office, and so oh. it's set okay. up like this intentionally. Well, hubby... I'm sorry, what's his name? When you hear this, know that you were invited, and she didn't feel that you could hear her, so she didn't call for you. 
he'll he'll be thankful. <laughs> Introvert himself? Very much so. Oh, two peas in a pod then. Okay. But exactly. you seem to have climbed out exactly. of yours. You seem to have climbed I'm out sorry, of I didn't hear you. You seem to have climbed out of being that introvert. Well, I I I am still very much an introvert. I, actually I'm an extreme introvert is what I like to define myself as. Um I just know how to how to maneuver because I am you know, what God has called me to is out front. So I, I don't believe that whatever personality type we have, I don't believe that it should be the purpose that God has given. So I have learned to maneuver through it. Uh, it's a lot of preparation prior to, and then a lot of preparation or a lot of uh, refueling afterwards. So um, after this call, I will go and refuel. All right. All right. <laughs> I prepared prior to it. Respect, respect. You bring a great transition in. You said that uh, although you're still, you know, very quiet, if you will, for lack of better terms, you know how to maneuver or bring that uh, bring that positivity when you need it. What was that turning point that got you to recognize that? Uh, when God made it clear that his purpose was, was never going to return to him void. He, he, he let it be known that, you know, the Bible says that his word will not return to him void. And he told me that a part of that, his word, is not just his written word, but we are his word. And so when we, as his word, do what we're supposed to do, we won't return to his voice. So I have to, has told me to do. So I think that turning point has been, I, don't, I can't tell you a specific day or time, it's been really years. Because, I mean, certainly preaching and speaking and different things like that, um, you're nervous. You know, regardless, I don't care how long you've been doing it. I've been doing it for years, and I don't get nervous to the point of not doing it, but there's always a level of nervousness because you want to make sure you're bringing good content or bringing the right message to people, what they need to hear. And so, you know, that's the nervousness that I feel whenever I get ready to speak. It's not, oh, my God, what am I going to do pulling my hair out? It's just, okay, Lord, let me make sure I'm saying the right thing. Um, and, you know, being accountable for that. And so I can't really tell you when that turning point happened. I just know it's very obvious to me. And, and that's also one of the things that I try to help people with um, as far as really, you know, the mindset piece and life coaching and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's that. I remember when uh, when I was learning to speak. My mentor, uh, who asked me not to, because <laughs> he said he wants the podcast to go on his own, I, I respect. But he said, uh, when you get up there, he said, simply say this to yourself. And at times, I've said it out loud, which was, it's not my words, it's yours, and then speak. And I was like, Absolutely. okay, okay. And I find that that helps me, because then I become an observer, and I always love to hear what's being said. And, it, and it's important to do that, especially when you know that you're being led, Um and that you're not just coming in and taking over because if you come in and take over, then you're subject to give people things that they don't really need or want. So it's been really there, important to make sure you're speaking more. Yeah. 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 I've been there, done that. I, I sadly made that mistake, and I, I it's one of my biggest regrets, actually. Slide you on the other side. We've talked a lot of business. Let, let's talk about what does Karina do for fun? I watch movies. I love movies. My husband and I... As soon as you and I are done, we're going to go watch some action movie. I don't know what. We'll find something. But, the you know, I'm, I'm saved. I promise I'm saved. But the more, <laughs> um, the more action in it, the more stuff blowing up, the more shooting, the more 
um, bombs going off. The There's more, nothing wrong with that, Miss Karina. Is, the more There's nothing wrong with that. Safe people made the movie. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the more fighting, you know, fist fighting type of thing, the more of that going on, the, the happier I am. <laughs> all right. So all we'll right. sit down and watch some kind of movie. I don't know. Oh, your husband is blessed. I mean, so he's got one that's willing to go with the blow-ups with him. I like it. Every guy <laughs> likes a partner that will get down and watch something blow up. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You got, do you have a favorite movie? Um, As far as action is concerned, uh, I, I pretty much like most movies that are action movies. As long as it has a good storyline, um, I do like... Uh, even though this is a little bit more on the serious side, I like um, American Sniper. Okay. Um, okay. Mainly because it has a it has a uh, you know plot to it, a good storyline, but then also you know I mean I I fully endorse the the military. So well, we thank you. That's one of my favorites. We thank you. You're very welcome. So you're yeah. very welcome. We absolutely endorse them as well. I'm ex-Navy, and we get a lot of military heroes on here, you know, and we have a very strong military base. So, hey, fanatics. Love you guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Wow. That was not one. But then again, you said you read a lot, and American Sniper being, you know, being a true story, I can kind of see how you would gravitate towards that. Well, it's mainly because, because of the military piece that, I gravitate towards it. Um, my parents were military. I grew up in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And so... That explains um, the accent. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. That explains the accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, something military, something like that, I'm typically going to be drawn to it. Well, before we get too deep, deep, I know we, we've taken a chunk, but um, let everybody know how they can reach you on socials. Uh, Linktree backslash Coach Karina. That is the easiest way. Everything is on there. Great. And the books? I have a a book, an ebook that I actually just released. Uh, it is called um, the purpose the purpose of uh, flow, purpose of flow, and I talk about how to really uh, sit down and get into flow to crush your goals. A lot of times, people. You know, they go with the whole the smart goals and study smart goals and things of that nature. Um, but I go through how you actually sit down in a day and set yourself up for success and not just attaining your goals, but really crushing your goals. And it's a quick read, not very many pages. It's an ebook. Um, and so that is, I just released that maybe about two weeks. Congratulations. I also wrote two books about, uh, three or four years ago, maybe longer, maybe about four or five years ago, I wrote two books, both are Christian-based books. One is The Weapons of Our Warfare, and then the other one is Find Your Gap. And they're both, what Find Your Gap is about really finding your place. Uh, finding finding where you belong without having to go through the whole thing of do I get, you know, waiting on getting licensed or ordained or things like that, which a lot of people are waiting for in order to actually do what they're supposed to be doing. And there's a lot of things that we can do for God without waiting on man to give us a piece. And so that particular book is uh, encouragement and really some guiding principles to just go out there and, and do what you need to do wherever it is. 
whatever arena God has you in, find that gap that's there and fill it. And then the other one is is um, the weapons of our warfare, and they're the untold tools, love and rest and peace and all of those different things that a lot of times people don't talk about as it relates to weapons that we can use in spiritual warfare. That's it. Okay, and where can they find those? Amazon. Okay. They can find those two on Amazon. Uh, the, the, the older, two older books you can find on Amazon, the ebook, you can go to Linktree, my Linktree backslash Coach Karina, and you can get that. I'd like you to choose one of your Amazon books, please. You would like for me to do what now? Choose one of your Amazon books right now. Okay. Which one are you choosing? And do what? I'll tell you. Which one are you choosing? Uh, I would say Weapons of Our Warfare. Okay. Now give me a number between 1 and 20. Um... Like, I'll go with, I'll go with Find Your Gap, and I'll go with 10. 10 it is. Fanatics, y'all know how we do. Whenever they have a book, we go get it. So she has name number 10, the 10th person who tells either us or her that you have it. We will send it to her for the sign. That's what oh, we do. That's, so that's what we do. When you have something, you are now what's considered fan family, Miss Karina, okay? That means anytime right. you have to promote, we promote you. You are welcome wow, anytime to come awful. and put something out here, and we will let the entire world know. Our marketing team becomes your marketing team. Our podcast becomes your home. That's pretty How awesome. we link. How we do. We take care of family here. That right? is awesome. I, I, I don't understand how you, your neck must be so strong. I mean, you're holding so many hats. <laughs> oh, my <Not> gosh. Really. <laughs> and to walk with such poise at the same time, I'm in awe. Well, you, thank you. You are thank a wife. You. It's Jesus. You are a wife, a minister, an author, a podcaster, a motivational speaker, a coach. Oh, my. I'm tired just reading off your list. How do you do it? <laughs> Jesus. I do, do it through Jesus. That's it. What is a typical day like for you from wake up to sleep? I'm curious. Uh, I wake up every morning uh, typically about 5, between 5 and um, because I'm in my purpose and I know that this is my God given purpose, I you know, I tell people I wake up in the morning ready to get up, I'm excited. I've not always been a morning person, but once God really revealed to me what my purpose was, I'm ready to get up in the morning so that I can really get started with the day. So I'm up about five or I have a I'm on Clubhouse. I have a club on Clubhouse and so I do morning mindset alignment. Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., so I prepare for that. We do that for about 30, 45 minutes on Clubhouse. And then after that, um, depending on what day it is, what I have going on, I typically have a full day, um, meetings, talking with people, doing interviews. I've been doing a lot of interviews recently, um, getting content together and coaching and um, I normally try to get done. If I have a late day, like today for me, today is late because I'm here now at 6.45. And so I normally will start later in the day once I do my clubhouse um, morning mindset alignment. I will just rest for a little while and then start my day a little bit later. Um, but I'm pretty much going all day long. Um, and at night typically get done on a on a good day I'll probably get done about 5 five thirty. I like to get done when my husband gets done working so that we can hang out oh 
Y'all hear that, fanatics? <laughs> Y'all hear that? She said, when he done, I done. I love it. That's right. That is so cute. I have, have to, to I have to we start have to adopting it. I'm going to have to start adopting that. We have... <laughs> yes, absolutely. We like to have fun. We are two big kids, and so we like to go play. Just, absolutely, you know... absolutely. Again, I'm still taking notes. I am learning so much. Fanatics, if you guys are not taking notes, you are wasting your time. I'm telling you right now. So we are we are a podcast that is synonymous with asking what's called the quote-unquote crazy fun questions. Do you mind a few? Okay. Sure. Go ahead. I I can I can uh, decline. <laughs> oh, we try we try to keep it fun, but um. Okay. Let Let's try a few different ones. Let's try. What advice would you have given fifteen year old you? I would give the advice that I would give the fifteen year old me is that my purpose is not wrapped up in the people around me, but my purpose is in me. Tell me how you would explain the internet to a caveman. Let's get a little deeper into oh, the mindset. Oh man. How would I explain the internet to a caveman, the devil? No, I'm kidding, because I don't <laughs> break people. Okay. Um, I see I a little sense of humor there. It's dark, but I like it. I would explain the internet to a caveman as being a way to uh, really touch people. Um, and a, a I would say it is a an invisible um, line to other people in the world. Visible line. I guess that would be the best way. That yeah. would be interesting, cause I, but I wonder if he would try to find and follow it, you know? Well, hopefully he got the fact that it was invisible. <laughs> right. That, as I said, I wonder if he would try to find it, you know, make it visible. Yeah. If you weren't doing this career, what career would you have done? Uh, actually, probably what I was doing before I started this, I was in the residential mortgage industry for 22 years, and um, I had a very deep love-hate relationship with it, so that's probably what I would still be doing now. Oh, well, we got to get a little deeper into that. Love-hate? Talk to me. Uh, it, you know, I always considered myself to be uh, spooked by the door. I, I had a ton of information. Um, that I was able to, to really amass from being, um, I, I had almost every role there was, almost every role there was in the mortgage industry. I had a ton of them. And so there was a lot of information I was able to get. And so being able to help people really hone in on their finances, home buying, things of that nature, um, I love that piece, but the part that I hated was the predatory lending, which of course is supposed to not be happening now. Um, I hated just the the red tape of it all. So the minutia of it, basically, where it was like, I'm giving you Correct. all these great nuggets, but then they're pulling you down. What was your very first job, and what you what experience did you take from it? My very first job was working at Wendy's in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And what I got from that was the, I made, um, my, my pay rate was, I think like $2 and 45 cents. Um, I'm sorry, what? Maybe $2 and Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're 29. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, what I learned from it the most was professionalism. I had a manager who was, um, I don't think he had been prior military. I'm not really sure. I can't remember now because it's been so long ago. But 
he carried himself in such a professional way. He was an older black gentleman, and he um, he did not go for the for the craziness. And even though he had a, a ton of young people working with and for him, he taught us professionalism, and I will never ever forget that. So we had a very distinguished gentleman. Respect to him. Correct. Respect. Yeah. Respect. I like it. Here's the five questions that have become synonymous with I am a fan. What's your favorite word? What the what? <laughs> it's not one word, but it is my okay. favorite word. <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it. What's your least favorite word? That's the first one on the show. No one pulled that one out. That's the first one on the show. Yeah, it was never allowed in my house. My daughter was never allowed to say it. And shout out to the daughter. You were invited too. I just want you to know. I don't want to leave you out. But she's in North Carolina. <laughs> and when you hear this, know that you were invited too. Okay, okay. What is your greatest accomplishment? My daughter. Aw. We get that a lot. A lot of parents, particularly moms, will shout out their children. Can we shout out her name? Absolutely, Taylor. Oh, hi, Miss Taylor. How are you? <laughs> okay. What was your biggest learning experience? My biggest learning experience? Mm-hmm. Um... My biggest learning experience, I would say when my dad was, before he passed, of um, prostate cancer. I'm sorry. Uh, my biggest learning experience, thank you, was that uh, regardless of what you're facing, you fight. And you fight until you absolutely cannot fight anymore. And your faith in God does not decrease. And so that was the biggest learning lesson that, I, that I've had. Uh, in my life, I would say he taught me a lot through his through as he was dying. As he was going home, he he fought. In my house, we were not allowed to say the word "die." It was always going home. Mm. It was always going home. Yeah. It was never die. Oh, uh, you could use transition as well. By the way, you couldn't say die. Mm-hmm. And finally, wow. our, our most famous question: When you see God face to face, what do you want him to say? Well done, that good and faithful servant. Nope. 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 As fanatics will tell you, that is too simple. We love the scripture, but everybody wants that one thing that's just for you. Karina, what do you want God to look you in the eye and say? Absolutely what I want him to say. Because I know that I've struggled with the things that he's told me to do. And I am now at the point in my life where I am absolutely positively doing every single thing that he tells me to do. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it makes the next person uncomfortable, I am absolutely positively, unequivocally doing what he told me to do. So I want to hear that because if he says that, then I know I've done what he told me to do. A woman because who stands on her conviction. A woman who stands on her conviction. I like it. I like it. I yes. have nothing but respect for that. So let me tell you how we do things around here. First and foremost, thank you for taking the time out to be our guest today. Thank you. Are you are welcome. Thank you for being a mindset coach and a person out there who's helping everybody get their mind right. We've had mindset coaches on here, and we love all of you guys because there's so many of us out here. We all need our mind right. Thank you for being an example to others of how to be a best friend as well as a wife. It's so important, and thank you for being that great example. And most importantly... We want to thank you for your podcast. Tell them one more time what it is so we can all favor it. It is Go Be Great with Coach Karina. Fanatics, you guys know when they say it, we do it. Let's go favor that one. And finally, what I'd love to say is that from the bottom of my heart, I am a fan. Aw, thank you. 
I appreciate you, AJ. Thank you. You are now fan family. Whenever you need us, we are here. Go enjoy your movie. Tell hubby we said hi. I sure will. Thank you so much. This has been great. Be blessed. Me too. Fanatics, do you you get it? Do you understand the greatness that just walked across our stage tonight? This woman has so much on her plate, and she balances it so well. Why? Because of God. Because Jesus gives her the strength. That is a beautiful thing. We want to thank Miss Karina tonight. We want to thank her for her time, for her energy, for her beautiful message. Can't wait to hear more from you. So our song of the week has evolved from Get Up and Shake It All Off, which we still want you to do if that's what you need to do. But more so, it now gears towards reflection of what you just heard from our great guest. Hope you enjoyed Jesus paid the price.